Hello, everyone. This is Brett from Comeuppance Reviews, and uh, we are here with the 52nd episode, right, Ty? That's correct. Whoa, 52 episodes. That's pretty good. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> you can't let an episode go by without Owen Wilson. It's maybe. so easy to do. So it's like, hey, <laughs> but we have a guest, our classic yeah. guest. Matt, the director video connoisseur. <laughs> He's here. You love him. You love him. Yeah. And we couldn't do this episode without him because we're talking about Bolo Young today. Yep. Hey, th- thanks again. It was great to be back on. Uh, always a fun time. And I think I was going to say, like, I think you guys were on my show the last episode. And um, actually, it was um, the, you, when you guys did your your um, your uh, video store memories. And um, it's gotten some really good reception. So people oh. really liked it. So, oh, that's fantastic. great. Yeah. So well, hopefully that means they're they're If they hadn't heard of your video store memories on your uh, podcast. Hopefully they're going over. I, I have a hunch. I don't know if maybe I'm wrong about this, but I feel like a lot of our podcasts have a lot of uh, overlap. Um, that, yeah. So <laughs> I would think. I think yeah. if you like one, you'll probably like the other. Yeah. It's very similar. And well, like you said in the last episode, we were on with you, which was you're like a collaborator. Right. Yeah. yeah. You're more than just a regular guest. You're more yeah. like a collaborator. Yeah. Right. Like, right. Yeah. Same, same thing with my podcast, right? You guys yeah. are like, the collab as opposed to like guest number whatever yeah yeah now, just yeah we don't count the guest numbers anymore yeah. no, no i've, I've actually no lost count yeah. <laughs> um, i could count but uh, yeah. i don't know now ty you have some nash bridges updates yes, you would like to share i sure right? do <laughs> well in the last episode we had with connoisseur we talked about nash bridges and how he says bubba a lot and i said he had five bubba's in the last one i talked about but he's now doubled it to 10 bubba's in one episode, season and, three, episode yeah. 18, Coup de Gras. In case so, anyone wants to check out that episode. Yeah. So, I mean, I didn't think he'd break the eight Bubba barrier, yeah. Yeah. but <laughs> apparently he did. Now, keep in mind, I'm not watching the show. This is a Thai thing. Yeah. And um, I was proven wrong, but I am up on the whole Bubba situation. So yeah. I said, he's never going to break eight Bubbas. He said eight Bubbas yeah. and never going to. Yeah. Now, you don't count just Nash saying Bubba. No. It's any character. It's any character. Usually it's either Don Johnson or Cheech saying Bubba. So I will count that. So, and he, <laughs> it just gets more and more ridiculous. Okay, Bubba. Okay, Bubba. It's like, <laughs> okay, now. Matt, what Bubba. do you think? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we're Matt, talking, thoughts? We're, we're Matt talking thoughts? about it at, at, for, for an hour long TV show in the U.S. Yeah. That's a 43, it's really 43 minutes. Yeah. You know, not counting commercials. So that means if he's doing 10, yeah. he's doing a Bubba every four and a half minutes, which is yeah. just. Intense, and and because we were talking about the possibility of him going above ten, yeah, and that means you're going to get into a point where maybe he's breaking. You know, we talked about the, you know, the, there's the four minute mile. We could talk about the four minute Bubba, right? That he could be like under four minutes per Bubba. Uh, that that would just be intense. Well, what's interesting about that is that somebody says Bubba like two times in a sentence, because then then he stops the Bubba. It's like he's like, okay, Bubba, oh, oh you know what? Okay, Bubba, and then he goes to the Nashbridge's uh, theme, which it says on the bottom, you know, www.nashbridge.com. You know, <laughs> it's just right when the uh, theme opens. So what if that site's still around? Well, maybe when they do this new Nash Bridges TV movie that they're going to yeah. do, they'll yes, make sure that website is still operational. He better say Bubba in this TV movie. I'm hoping for at least two, you know. <laughs> it should be, it, you know, it should be Bubba.com. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, that might have been taken by Bubba Gump Shrimp, you know. Oh, okay. <laughs> A restaurant we've been to. If you yes. The one in, in, in Manhattan? Uh, no, it was the one in was it Florida? I thought it was Wisconsin. Oh, well, we've been to one. Well, we went to one of these, <laughs> and it's uh, it's 
I mean, having never seen the movie Forrest Gump, it was a bit odd for me, but it, you know, it was, it's one of those overpriced tourist trap places from what yeah. I remember. <laughs> Have you like been to those? Cafe kind of. Oh yeah. Or the spinning cafe. Or just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've never been, I know that's the closest one to me, I guess. I guess technically would be the closest one to you and guys, even though, even though you went to the one further out, but uh, that Manhattan one, I remember um, uh, Anthony Bourdain did a, um, uh, a no reservations episode called vanishing Manhattan or shrinking Manhattan or something like that. And was talking about how Manhattan was becoming just this huge, like swath of touristy stuff. And he went on this huge diatribe about the, the Bubba Grump, G- Bubba Gump place. About how, like, <laughs> so he was grumpy. Right. He thinks it's something like <laughs> those poor wait staff. Like how many times a day do they hear people like just rattling off shrimp names and talking like <laughs> Bubba Gump and all that stuff. And, or, or, you know, doing, Forrest Gump impressions to them, and I'm like, yeah, I mean, I got to imagine, right? If you're, you know, you're going in there, um, yeah. So I, I feel like I have to go. I feel like just because, <laughs> you know, just to say that I've been to that place. Um, but I don't, you know, by the same token, like chances are, if I'm in the city, I'll probably be going up by myself. So I don't know how that would look, like sitting in Bubba Gump <laughs> restaurant by yourself, like having like what, like a gumbo or something like that. I don't oh, know. Oh, gumbo. Gumbo. Is that what <laughs> it is? <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of the waitstaff, the one thing I do remember, and this is a bit cringy, so okay, get ready. I'm ready. They had these signs on the table that if you're enjoying your meal and don't need the waitstaff, they had like a, a blue sign that I believe said run, forest, run. Oh. And if you want them to stop, you flip it over and it's red. And it's just like, stop, forest, stop. So <laughs> that's how you know the waitstaff can like stop at your table. Uh. And I'm still cringing to this day. And I was like a kid when we went to this place. So. Oh. So the waitstaff has a lot of problems, I think. And I believe they had a Forrest Gump uh, gift shop. Um, So it was like a Forrest Gump, like, I don't know, they had like VHS tapes and embroidered denim jackets for $500 or whatever it is. (laughs) Maybe a Forrest Gump snow globe. Who knows? Or or maybe the Forrest Gump uh, pull toy, you pull it and it says, let's rock and chocolates. But it sounds kind of garbled, like, let's rock and chocolates. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that that could be. Um. Yeah, I I'm wondering now now that you're you're talking about. It, I mean, I, I don't know if I need to like maybe just sort of overcome the self consciousness of going in there by myself, but it does kind of feel like it would be kind of a funny thing. Like, I mean, I can just imagine the hostess being like, uh, "Are you gonna you know, wait for your party?" No, no, it's just me. I'm just coming here by myself. Is it? But they have oh, to say oh, okay. it in a slow Southern drawl. That's right? Do they? Oh, yeah. Even though they're in New York City. So. <laughs> Do they have a bar? I wonder if maybe they could just seat me at the bar. I guess that would you know. That, that's got to be really, you know, you know what I'd have to do is bring some mail with me so I could just be like this guy who's like, you know, sitting at a, the Bubba Gump shrimp bar at <laughs> noon opening his mail. And, you know, like my life is just so horrible, um, you know, as opposed to I just made the trip up from, you know, like, like to make it really bad, like the Sheryl Crow All I Want to Do song, like, you know, me being one of those people in there peeling the labels off my bottle of bud or whatever that, that line. No, was. I get what you're saying. You need to have a reason to be there. You can't just show up and just do what you bring yourself to start crying into your beer you just right. have, you have to have a reason to be there right exactly. reason to cry it's just like <laughs> but speaking of reasons to be happy yes. we have a bid for seriousness today yes we do and it's a real one this isn't a bunch of ser- you know silly silliness like, that we always yeah. come up with yeah this, this is an actual bid for seriousness yep that happened in real life and you can check this on the old internet if you want but as we all know the beloved singer bobby darren um he 
is known for, you know, songs such as Splish Splash, yeah. you know, these wacky kind of fun songs, Dream Lover, Mac the Knife, and um, Beyond the Sea, of course, which, you know, they made that movie. However, in 1969, he made an album called Commitment, you know, because it was the, you know, the later 60s, everyone was making these sort of like psychedelic different type of albums this isn't that psychedelic i did listen to it it's sort of a folky funky underground type of album um with a lot of drug references on it i think it's kind of influenced by bob dylan and other singer songwriters of the day um so if you look at the album commitment from 1969 it is credited to bob darren and um there's a black and white you know photo on the cover shot from behind so it could be him but it could be someone else and if you look at it it says bob darren commitment and you know it it's it couldn't be more different from his earlier stuff i definitely think he was swept up like a lot of people were with the late 60s sort of counterculture drug culture and he made this album called commitment uh, by bob darren so <laughs> Uh, so thank you to Chris from uh, Elm City Records for pointing this out to me. So I don't know if he listened to the show, but I wouldn't have known about this album if he didn't have it in the store and showed it to me. So uh, I wanted to bring forth this real life bid for seriousness. Yeah, I, was, I had to go to Wikipedia. I was hoping it would say in parentheses <clears throat> as Bob Darren, but it, it didn't do that. <laughs> so unfortunately. But if you look it up on Discogs, you know, which is the record site. Yeah. You know, it is credit. It shows that it's there's a picture, obviously, and it says that it's by Bob Darren. Um, <laughs> so there you go. Bob Darren, <laughs> maybe the earliest bid for seriousness that we have. He maybe That's was one point. of the first people to go for a bid for seriousness. <laughs> and we have some other ones in the hopper soon. So All right, we want to give that real life bid for seriousness. Yeah, I like that one. It's like <laughs> I like that you did that. <laughs> and um, so unless anyone has any thoughts, I have some comeuppance reviews, breaking news. OK. All right. Just yeah. hit it. <laughs> I'm, I'm being handed this uh, by my assistant here. I've, I've got some papers right here. Okay. And um, I'm being told something very important now. Sure. We all love Mako. Yes. Right. So we've talked about Mako. We love him as an actor. He showed up in countless things that we've all enjoyed. I'm now being told that it's pronounced Mako. Oh. <laughs> now, we've been saying it wrong all these years. Apparently, it is it is pronounced Mako. And director Jonathan Kaplan, who directed the movie uh, Girls of the White Orchid, I believe it's called her, aka Death Train to Osaka, which was just released on Blu-ray. There's an interview with him. Obviously, he knew him. He worked with him. And throughout the interview, he continually calls him Mako. Mm. And um, I I was kind of surprised by this. And also the guy who does the commentary on the Blu-ray, I think Lars Nilsson, I believe that's his name. Um, he refers to him as Mako throughout the commentary. So, mm. you know, the director who knew him and worked with him called him Mako and this other guy called him Mako. I can only assume that we've been seeing it wrong all these years and it's actually pronounced Mako. Did not expect that. Matt, thoughts? Well, it makes sense, I guess, in terms of like Japanese, because right, you think of like you know, like usually there isn't that like long a that we think of with Mako, um, but you know we think of the shark, right, the Mako shark, and maybe <laughs> yeah. that's what we, we thought he was named after. Um, I went to Wikipedia again, so I've, I'm, mm. I've again gone back to Wikipedia after the Bobby Darren. I'm still, I guess, I had still the page up, so I just went from. Oh, okay, mine's just type in Mako Mako. Right, just it, it, yeah, it, it had Mako parentheses Aramako parentheses <laughs> actor. Um, it does not have a pronunciation guide next to it. It shows you what it would be in Japanese mm. characters, 
but um, it, it didn't actually his actually, you know why Mako makes sense because his um, his full name, it, it's short for Makoto, um, mm, which, no. yeah, I know that's a chain or I don't know if it's a chain or if it's just one um, those uh, Benihana, you know, fry the food <laughs> at your table restaurants in uh, Melbourne, Florida that I would go to with my grandmother. She lived near there um, and it was called Makoto. I think it was called Makoto. Maybe I'm, I'm totally wrong. But, um, but, but at least that, that, so that would make sense that if it's short for Makoto, that, yeah, I guess that it would be Mako. Well, we all now know his best. Go ahead. No, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. I say now that we know that, are we still going to call him Mako? Right. Who's going to yes. call him? Yes. Or are we Mako. actually going to actually say it the right way? I have to say it wrong. I just have to. Because I'm just <laughs> Force <laughs> habit. Force habit. I used to my friends and I we knew that Red Sonia was was pronounced Sonia, but mm. we would call her Red Sonja because we thought it was same, funny. same, same here. We same would always right. say Red Sonja. Yeah. And then you, but you always have to do the disclaimer because there's always going to be that one person who's like, um, it's Sonia, and, and, <laughs> and, and so and like that. So. Right, so I wonder with with Mako slash Mako, like Mako sounds better. I just think of the shark. That's really what, what why I like it. But I wonder if we need the, the disclaimer, like you know, because you know, or, or you know, like you know, before somebody sends an email and it says you have it wrong, you know, like I don't know if um, you know, if that that's something you have to do. <laughs> well, yeah, say we know it's pronounced Mako, but after twenty years or more of calling Mako, it might be a tough transition to go back. <laughs> You all know his best work, though, when he's in that banana shirt, right? Is this, you know, remember I said oh, it wrong? <laughs> well, I have to bring that up now. Like, <laughs> in Blood for Blood, you know, yes. he's wearing some wacky shirt. <laughs> now, now, based on this, I pitched this to Ty, and maybe, Matt, you have some thoughts on this. Do you, maybe you could do this, which is a, an episode about Mako slash Mako. Now, Ty thinks, Ty, didn't you say you don't think we have enough material? I don't or I don't know. I'll just double check his filmography, but I mean, he's in these llamases or power of uh, what's it called? Balance of power. Ninjutsu. Ninjutsu. That's another movie you have. Never. Oh, okay. I have the power of Ninjutsu, which is a Godfrey Home movie, but I haven't watched it. But (laughs) But Matt, if you believe it's possible to do a Mako episode or Mako, maybe that's something you might want to think about doing on your show. Yeah, I was trying to think like what the next list would be for us because, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to be doing your, your show. We're going to be doing Leo Fong eventually on yeah, your show. Yeah. We've done pretty much all the big ones, right? We did a, an unsung Dolph one, so we weren't yeah, doing standard good. Dolph lifts. We did Lorenzo Lamas. We've done Don the Dragon. We've done the Cascos, Rothrock. Gary yeah. Daniels we did recently. Wow, I did a lot of these. I mean, who do we have left? I guess <laughs> I guess if we did an Atkins, it's just the hard, the hard thing about doing an Atkins. I feel like is like like if we do the episode right, mm. and then the episode comes out a month later, he's going to release five more movies in that. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you well, know, like, I mean that's the same reason why we don't do a Nicolas Cage yeah uh, <laughs> list like that because he makes five six movies a year. Right, right. So, yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think too. Like, where, where do you go? Where do we go next with these lists? Because we've gotten so many. We've done so many. Um, like, like kind of, we've done all the big names. It seems like after we do Bolo's. I mean, I was trying to think. I mean, I don't know. Well, Jalar Mehrhai is that yeah. one? Well, we do <laughs> also, Fred Williamson. I know that's on the docket. Oh, that's uh, right. Yes, yeah. that's right. I forgot we did have Fred. So, yeah, man, I, I, I completely missed Fred. That's <laughs> I feel horrible about that. I, no, well, I don't feel horrible. No, but you yeah, know, because what we did on our site years ago was February. Yeah, yeah, how we said it, right? So maybe yeah. sometime in February, uh, we could do, do this one. And yeah, also, it's his birthday's in March too, so it's oh. like March fifth. So it's like, 
That's so close. Yeah, so it's like <laughs> we could do, you know, end of February. End of February, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's perfect. perfect. Uh, I'll do that one. And but also, and not only did we do all the big names, didn't we do a list of, like, underappreciated people yeah. like uh the evan lurie's and yeah we uh, did well that was was that it wasn't meet the meatheads no that was the that other was, one right? that was on your show that was the meatheads that was like the top five meatheads <laughs> 10 of feet yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah and, then, um, and then i think we did on my show the other guy so we had like the other yeah, guys. Yeah, was, um, yeah yeah i think evan lurie was on the uh, made both lists so he's, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> mark which would make sense that's right <laughs> uh, classic meathead yeah. Um, so we'll come up with something you yeah. know we always do so i mean we have uh leo Fong and fred williamson in the hopper and i'm sure we'll come up with others yeah, yeah but we do our sense. list today which is bolo young yes brad we're at bolo young now i do have some background about bolo you know we want to uh, celebrate him and talk about him yeah. so yeah well, I, I know before you do that yeah brad, i mean uh, i know we're all wearing our bolo ties right yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes we're all we're all bolo tie spirit yes yeah, absolutely. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Either we're yeah, either we're really wearing them or wearing them in spirit, but in, right. some, wearing them in, spirit. in some form or fashion, we're all wearing bolo ties. We all got our yes. bolo ties on, yes. And, yeah. and of course, yeah. if you were to fight someone in some sort of tournament situation and it ended in a draw, yeah, it would be a bolo. You see where tie. I'm going with this? Would yeah. it be a bolo tie? <laughs> yes, it would. <laughs> yeah. so I love it. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, bolo young. Uh, was born on July 3rd, 1946 as Yang Zay. Okay. And um, what's interesting about that is he got the name Bolo because that was the name of the bad guy in um, Enter the Dragon. So there, so I can only imagine that conversation. It's like, um, you're, you're, you're playing a guy named Bolo. We're just going to call you Bolo for the rest of your career. <laughs> hey. Okay. <laughs> okay. I mean, that's pretty much how it happened. Great combo, Bolo. And the producers of Enter the Dragon. <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, he's from Hong Kong. He's a competitive bodybuilder, martial artist, and martial arts film actor. He's usually a bad guy. He's most known for being in Enter the Dragon with Bruce Lee. Um, he began his martial arts training at the age of 10 in Canton, where he trained under several Kung Fu masters. Um, he, he later became Mr. Hong Kong Bodybuilding Champion. He held the title for 10 years. Um, because of his muscular physique, he was usually chosen as a bad guy, and he does look kind of mean. Yeah, he has mean face. <laughs> um, but those are in the Shaw Brothers movies, and I have a list of Shaw Brothers movies where he started out. The Heroic Ones, The Deadly Duo, The Angry Guest, and many others, and he left Shaw Brothers in 1971. He met. Here's something interesting. Okay. Um, he met Bruce Lee while the two were filming a Winston cigarettes commercial. <laughs> I don't think that would happen today in our, you know, health, uh, our health conscious society. Instead, uh, a friendship emerged and Bruce Lee asked him to be an Enter the Dragon. That's where he became known as Bolo. Uh, the two became friends. Uh, the, the, he and Bruce Lee worked uh, very closely together on technique training. Um, uh, after Lee's death, Bolo said there will never be another Bruce Lee. I'm privileged to have had the honor of calling him a friend. Now, here's something interesting, too. Okay. Canadian action film actor, director, and producer Jalal Murhai right. met Young in Hong Kong. He always comes up. Yes, he's um, coming up again. Um, and uh, while shooting his first film, Fearless Tiger, then again on the set of Double Impact, Murhai was impressed with Young's personality and ability and decided to create a part specifically for him. Later, Murhai worked with Young on more films, such as Tiger Claws, TC2000, and Tiger Claws 2. 
Um, let's see. Well, we'll mention the Tiger Claw story la- uh, later. Yes. So. <laughs> yes. Um, his nicknames are the Beast from the East and the Chinese Hercules. Right. Isn't that, um, did he make a movie yeah. called that? Or is yeah. that just a- he did, but I, I don't think I, I started watching it last night because I was like, oh, maybe this would 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 go on my list. Um, and it's available mm-hmm. on I think on 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 Pluto or something. A Pluto. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there's more commercials because it's on Pluto. Yeah, um, of course. But um, but no, I think the Chinese Hercules was another character in the movie. Oh, <laughs> happened to be in it. He, <laughs> I think, like all these years later, he became the most famous person in the movie. So he's like all over the cover and stuff. But yeah, that's how they get him. Yeah, I think it's another character that's Chinese Hercules. All right. <laughs> also, interest according to my sources, he's five six. Oh, didn't know that. Wow. So to have that, you know that kind of huge physique and be five six, I you know. I think that's pretty unusual and probably looks scary, which is why they <laughs> chose him to be the bad guy in all those movies. Um, Most of the movies on these on my list here is he's probably, he's the bad guy, except for one of them. <laughs> and according to what I'm reading, he he says he still looks great and he regularly trains <laughs> at his local gym. It still um, looks great. It looks yeah. great. <laughs> so he's he's still out there, you know. I'm still training at his local gym. He has three children. Oh. Um, his preferred martial arts is Tai Chi. Which is interesting because, you know, it goes against his character type as, as like a brutal baddie because, you know, yeah. Tai Chi is very peaceful. Um, let's see. Uh, we said he already um, that he was a Hong Kong bodybuilding champion. He won the title in 1967. Oh, he trains at L.A. Fitness. Oh, he's um, a law fitness. Yeah, law fitness. <laughs> his son, David, is a bodybuilding champion also. And here's something cool. In the 1960s, okay. he swam from China to Hong Kong to escape communism. Yeah, that's, so that's that, awesome. Go that Bolo. That's a story I always remembered about him. My friends and I used to always joke about that. Like, of course, <laughs> Bolo would swim to would swim to escape China yeah, communism. <laughs> so, that's so that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, let's see. He's the chairman of the Hong Kong Gym Business Association. I would like so, to see him in a suit now. Is he in a suit for that? Like, I, I would imagine so. He's got a bulky double-breasted. suit. Also, he's the, the team manager of the I'm not Taipei, but Taipei, unless that's a typo, um, <laughs> International Bodybuilder Squad. Um, let's see, he was born to a local businessman and his wife in Guangzhou, suburbia, which is a suburb of Canton in mainland China. Um, he also trained in Wing Chun, which is another form of Kung Fu. Um, let's see what Anything else. else? He, yeah, more. He was wrongly <laughs> described in the film's blur for Enter the Dragon as being... The Southeast Asian Shotokan karate champion. He never practiced Shotokan. Um, oh, we know his favorite film from the era, The Fists, The Kicks, and The Evil from 1979. Do you guys his know his favorite that? movie? It says it's his favorite film of that era. Oh, okay. Um, What's the title again? The Fists, The Kicks, and The Evil. <laughs> Which is a great title. That's a great title. I gotta oh, watch that. Nice. It's on Tubi. How about this? <laughs> Bolo retains the barbell Bruce Lee kept in his Golden Harvest office, along with a rare business card from Lee's Hong Kong production company, Concord. Um, let's see. Um, his best deadlift exceeded 700 pounds. Oh. Um, did not know that. Well, first of all, I could do 500 pounds, so. <laughs> <laughs> but for a guy who's 5'6", isn't that kind of crazy? Yeah, it is. Uh, <laughs> And here's the more recent news. In 2007, he played a good guy role in the Lizney Boy. Oh, the yes. Fight. I wanted yes. to mention that later. Because... Okay, but this movie is still not released because of legal issues. Right. Yes, I was going to mention that in, towards the end of the episode, that movie. So, unless you want me to mention it now. Uh, if you, if, sure, go ahead. 
Well, I mean, I would love to see. I mean, I've been wanting to see this movie for a long time. Do you know the cast of this great movie? <laughs> I know it's insane. It's it's amazing. Yeah. Well, now I had it. Now it's gone. But it's oh. just. Uh, <laughs> but I will get it shortly. Here we go. And this live radio. Okay, so yeah, we got David Carradine, Eric Roberts as Ivan, Gary Busey, Carrie Degawa. So it's like, why is this I not? I imagine movie? this is a sort of Diamond Cartel type movie. Yeah. Diamond Cocktail, which I know I'm, that's my first movie on the top five list. And I just have a couple of quotes, and then we can get okay, on to the okay. list. Okay, um, One is, uh, I've always been happy being the bad guy. So that's something he uh, has no problem doing. That it's work, whether I'm the hero or the villain. I'm not a kid anymore, or nervousness kept me from keeps me from sleeping. Um, let's see. Why do we always defend? Tai Chi never actively attacks. The art of war says retreating when the enemy advances. Um, let's see. Um, okay. I know what is good for me as an actor. Because of the way I look, that is what I'm going to be a success in. I know my place in movies. No matter how good an actor is, he doesn't know his place in the movies. If he doesn't know his place in the movies, he'll never be successful. Um, there are plenty of times people will come up to me for an autograph and tell me they enjoyed my work on Enter the Dragon. But people just know me from that movie. They don't really know who I am. Um, Any, okay. Any other quotes? Uh, said uh, also it helped to work with Jean-Claude Van Damme on his movies like Bruce Lee, Jean-Claude offered a special package a unique look that attracted and kept audiences coming back okay so I mean there's more I could say but that's well I mean we'll get to the list you get to the list you know we get yeah. <laughs> quote bolo all day I know I could but I, <laughs> we could. yeah we could I mean, that's just be just a bolo quote podcast you know just like <laughs> All right, so Ty, you kind of alluded to the fact that Diamond Cartel was your number yeah, five. Yeah, that's number five. I know, Matt, you haven't seen it yet. No, no, I haven't. So I think it's on one of the streaming services. It's in my 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 queue oh. for one of them. So I've got to watch it. Yeah, I mean, you really do. It's it's how do you even begin to describe this movie? It's <laughs> it's, it's, it's outrageous. Very, it's nutty. outrageous. It's very nutty. Well, it's Sean Kazakhstan. Yeah. So it's like so it's starting to stop there. <laughs> it's like, well, let's give away a couple things. Yeah, Amanda Santi is uh, at his best. Right. Um, as is um, Peter O'Toole. Yeah, Peter O'Toole. Right. Yes, Peter O'Toole. <laughs> From Lawrence of Arabia, the Diamond Cartel. Right. You know, right. That's Tugboat. <laughs> Tugboat. He plays a guy named Tugboat. Just, I, I know. We could stop the podcast. You watch it. We'll wait 90 minutes. <laughs> it's like, come, come back, back on. Like, that'll be your assignment for the next time we get together. You, you try and watch yeah. Diamond Cartel because that would be a good thing to talk about on it's, a podcast. I think it's all these wacky people in the movie: Don the Dragon, Bolo, right. Michael Madsen, yeah. Gruner, Gruner. Yeah, it's just, and you will, go ahead. Oh no, I was like, say I see Gruner listed. Yeah, I mean, looking at the cast. Today, just, yeah, yeah. I yeah. This it's and it's just, on. It's on Tubi. It's on everything. So. Okay, good, good. So you have to, it's just such a crazy movie. Cause it's like, you watch it, what the heck is going on? So. <laughs> yeah, don't expect coherence, but you no. can expect entertainment. I'll tell yes. you that. <laughs> um, yes, that's our five. I mean, what's your five, Matt? So my number five, um, I went with Shoot Fighter 2. Oh, um, interesting. Yeah, and the reason Shingo. why it, that, that early, or like, you know, up to five, it, it, it could have possibly not even been on the list at all, or it could have been like higher up. <laughs> it's like, really, you don't get a lot of bolo in this movie, but it's like the end of the film when he, he's just kind of unleashed on, on everyone. And yes. Yeah. That was and cool. That for me was enough to, 
crack my top five. I just um, it, it, it as a movie, it 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 just hits like all the 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 nineties. Yeah. Notes. Um, I mean, you've got like, uh, you know, got William Zabka, who he's I think he's like 31 at the time he makes the movie. But he his character looks like he's like 25 with like his like chess king kind of outfits that he's got on <laughs> um, and the hairdo that's like, you know, like, you know, floppy late, haired. Late, right. It's like kind of yeah. late 90210 Brian Austin Green, you know, yeah, kind of yeah. like when he was when he was doing drugs and stuff like that that kind of outlook or that kind of look um michael bernardo who just like yeah i mean he looks like he could have been in any kind of like 90s soul group or whatever and um i can't oh I, what, is Wait, it, oh go, go ahead. ahead i was gonna no, say no, please, that, go ahead, go ahead. well i was gonna say the other guy was it brett Bra- baxter clark is that his name yeah. it, was, um, it was shark i think he's also in there yeah dear chuck fralick's in part two for sure i think yes exactly yeah, yeah it's 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 like the cast and everything, and I think from a from a bolo standpoint, it, it just the only thing that, that really does it for the bolo standpoint is that it's just they they let him go nuts at the end. Um, yeah, you have to wait, but it's worth yeah. it. Yeah, it works. Yeah, Joe San is the is the villain who's, who's oh, playing yeah. his younger brother, which is kind of funny. Um, yeah, so it's it it, it it's a, and the other problem with this movie is it's only available on YouTube, which doesn't make any sense to me. It should be like. You know, it should be a it, Blu-ray by now. Shoe Fighter One and Two. Yeah, yeah. Shoe Fighter One and Two on a Blu-ray. Yeah, that'd uh, be great. Vinegar Syndrome or MVD. Arrow or something. Well, I don't know if Arrow would do it, but that would be amazing if they did. But yes, I think a double feature of the Shoot Fighter movies, uncut and widescreen, would yes would be amazing for people. I think there's people out there who haven't really seen those movies, and if it hit a physical media format, I think that would be a big boon uh, to those two movies, which. Um, they're kind of like 90s classics or not yeah. classics in the making, really. Yeah. People yeah. who watch Street Fighters like, OK, this is pretty. I rewatched it. I think it was last year. And I want it's like, well, I'll get to I'll get to Street Fighter later. But yeah. the, OK, yeah, we'll get. Yeah, it's coming up. No spoilers. But yeah, no spoilers. So that's my and that's the other thing, too, is it's hard for me to talk about just how great the bolo is without like spoiling, you know, kind of what happens in the film. Exactly. I um, want to. Yeah. yeah, because it, it is just sort of like just Bolo unleashed. Um, and yes. the thing too, and I think we talked about this, Ty, is that this list is is kind of as we would say, polytricky. It's polytricky to make. Right? Yeah, because <laughs> a lot of these 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 um Bolo, it's like like this is one that was a borderline also between being an honorable mention and making the list because it's like I think there was just enough Bolo to make the list, but it was closing in on it possibly being just an honorable mention. So um it's so polytricky. It was it ridiculous. Was. <laughs> yeah. But as Ty, as you mentioned, you know, in a lot of Bolo movies, he's not in the movie that much. Yeah, limited bolos. So, so and, and that's true for a lot of movies we're gonna talk about and probably yeah. here. So it's it is a it is a little to quote you guys, a polytricky because yeah. You have to to measure in your own mind how much Bolo does there have to be before it makes the list, you know, because if if it can make the list with minimal Bolo, then that opens it up a bit more. Yeah, because that's why I make number four. I made double impact. Oh, that makes sense. And that one, it delivers the good, obviously, double impact. So, <laughs> that was my number three. So oh, we, close we, we, to an overlap. Yeah, yeah. So we can we can maybe combine our. Okay, our, we'll combine my three. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, obviously this is a classic, not just a video store classic, yeah. but in a, a theater classic and cable yeah. classic. I mean, it's you know this is Van Damme kind of at the height of his powers in the eighties. I think that's what he said. Like, I don't want to do Bloodsport sequel. I just want to make new movie. So it's like, <laughs> yeah. so I made Double Impact. So, <laughs> Wow, did you get a recording of Van Damme? Yeah, well, thanks. I was working on it before. Uh, okay. Great recording. 
<laughs> it's one of many movies where there's two Van Dams. Oh, that could be a whole podcast itself. <laughs> I mean, there's so many. I mean, Replicant, he plays on two characters again. <laughs> and, and does he have a, is there another version of him in Time Cop? Yes. Yeah. Oh, and um, Maximum Risk. Yeah, Max, oh, yeah, Maximum Risk, right? Yeah, he plays two yeah. characters in that. So there's at least four movies where he <laughs> plays two characters. That's amazing. Most people can't say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't help but laugh. Like, again? <laughs> I mean, that's like eight Van Dams. If they only, uh, <laughs> they only, like, cloned him in Street Fighter for, like, a second. And then they'd be, that'd be great. Right <laughs> like a mirror match. Like a mirror match. That was a, yeah. <laughs> Get a little mirror match. That's always fun to do. It's like, oh, I'll play Scorpion. Oh, I'll play Scorpion too. Um, all right. <laughs> yeah, I guess the idea of the mirror match, right, was it was supposed to be like you, you, you were, when you when you go into the tournament, you're not really fighting Johnny Cage, right? You're fighting yeah. a, a made up Johnny Cage. Yeah, so you're then, fighting like the shadow Johnny Cage. Or like yeah. That. You could fight yourself, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> John Cage or whatever. Or like, <laughs> well, he was supposed to be like an action. His backstory was characters. Wasn't he supposed to be like an action movie? Oh, like yeah. Actor? That's like a guy. He was like a Van Damme type guy. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because he does the split punch. The, yeah. yeah. In, yeah. <laughs> the classic split punch. Can't, right. We can't do that. To, well, he could, but he'll get in big trouble. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. As far as Bolo in. Uh, yeah, sorry. Back to Bolo. No, yeah, go ahead, Brett. Well, no, I was going to say, you know, somehow they had room for two Van Dams, but only one Bolo. <laughs> yeah, I know. But two <laughs> pecs, right? Cool. Two, two massive pecs, right? So to have four <laughs> massive pecs like that on screen at once would have been too too much, I think. Too much for the yeah. screen. Too yeah. much for the big screen. <laughs> yeah. Certainly the small screen. No, maybe you can get away with that in the big screen. <laughs> I still need to rewatch the Blu-ray because it has that 50 minutes of extra footage of deleted scenes. Well, maybe Bolo is in those. Yeah, I think there's extra Bolo. There's extra Bolo. There's extra everyone. Yeah. <laughs> it's extra Van Damme, extra Bolo, extra Jeffrey Lewis. Extra <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, oh, we're Jeffrey Lewis. So, like, that's ridiculous. Well, wait, and you own that. You bought that. Right? I, I have. I just haven't got to it yet because it sits on a pile. Right. But I should have watched it beforehand. <laughs> and also there's going to be an extended hard target coming. Yes. Are you going to buy that, Matt? I, you know, I don't know. I, I might, I may. I, the one thing with the Van Damme movies, that, like even like like that newest one he has on Netflix is almost two hours long. Like, like mm. Van Damme has this thing about making his movies long, um, <laughs> and, and it's like we're an hour and forty. It's never right, a night. Yeah, I mean, I think the the second kick the, he did those kickboxer reboots. I think the second one was was about two hours, it's and it's two like two hours. Yeah, it was. It was painful. Yeah, you know, it was so long. Yeah. It's like, oh, I, right. All right. You're beating up that Russian meathead guy. It takes forever. <laughs> I know that fight scene was like a half hour long. I think they must have used like cases of cherry Hawaiian punch. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Get hit, they would just spit out cherry Hawaiian punch somewhere. So, I mean, they probably used cases of that. I mean, I, it, it's like it's not necessary. Like, yeah, it just, you know, yeah. So that, that does scare me about extended cuts of Van Damme movies. But I think maybe with these classics, I think I can manage it a little bit better. I think if it's like a, a new DTV movie, it's like, OK, yeah, you know, get in and I, I out, 88 minutes. That's good. Perfect. But what is this new one? Down in 50, what, The Last Mercenary? Right. Or something. Yeah, it's like, like that's why I haven't watched it yet. And um, 
I've been debating about dumping Netflix just because I haven't been watching it as much. But I'm like, well, I got to see this Van Damme movie before I dump Netflix. And it's like, <laughs> and then you're on the hook for another, you know, ten dollars a month. You know? Right. <laughs> well, it's like thirteen now or, or fourteen. Oh, one up. It's like, yeah, it's it's a, it's a massive, and it's like, but it's like I'm never gonna. And I think there's also um, that Isaac Florentine um, uh, Antonio Banderas movie on there as oh, well. That I want to see. Acts of Vengeance. It's all Acts, right. Yeah. So it's like because I it, I got to see all the Isaac Florentines at some point. So yeah. I'm like, okay. I'll, no, know. it's definitely worth watching. There's some yeah. definitely some good moments in it. You know? Yeah. So I, I keep I keep putting off watching those movies, and I'm like, well, I got to keep my Netflix to watch those movies, and then it's like. Oh, well, you know, I'm never going to watch the that Van Damme one if it's two hours. I mean, I, you know, I. Yeah. So you're so it's between a rock and a hard place. You're stuck. You know? I, right, I'm stuck, and I'm just like, oh, let's just see what's on Tubi, and and. <laughs> well, then you fall into the Tubi trap. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, I so go to number three, uh, which I picked Tiger Corp. Oh, Master. Well, he said double impact was number oh, three. Oh, my right? number four. Yeah. So my oh, number four. four. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Number three. So my number four, actually interesting that you mentioned his his love of Tai Chi, because my number yeah. four is TC2000. Oh, okay. Good yeah. choice. Yeah, yeah. With, uh, with Billy Blanks, but uh, a lot of Tai Chi that he does in there. And um, actually, um, if you go to my review of TC2000, on the image page, I uploaded a um, – uh, an edit that I had made. I, I put the two training montages together, um, and um, I, I I used uh, "Strike Like Lightning," the um, the Mr. Big song from Navy Seals. Um, I had that uh, playing in the background. Um, awesome. To, wow, that sounds so, awesome. Yeah, yeah. It, it it came out really good, and I mean, it was just the, the bolo, like you know, a lot of the Tai Chi stuff, right? Where he's like sort of using the energy when he hits things, so like things explode on the other side of the hits. Um, and, and I thought he and Billy Blanks had good chemistry here. I think it was just it was just a fun um, DTV actioner from the 90s, which took place, I think, in 2020, I believe. Yeah, actually. it did. So, yeah. Like, <laughs> so, just yeah. like it is now. It's an extra year next to it. So it's just right. like, <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Even though um, it's called TC2000, so you'd think that maybe it would take place in 2000, which was still the future at that yes. time. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why they didn't say 2020 instead of – because 2020 sounds pretty futuristic too, but um, – yeah, I guess at, at that time everything was 2000. Even in the 90s, it was like everything was building up to 2000, and they must have just decided. Because right. I think that's yeah. another mare high, isn't it? Um, yes, uh, it is. Yeah. Yes. Well, yeah. maybe if they thought if they called it TC 2020, people would get confused and they think like Barbara Walters and Hugh Downs would be in it. Possibly. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Hugh Downs. Well, we said that Hugh Downs should be an action star, right? Was... Yes, I believe that his name has come up. You know, he yes. holds up a gun. Downs. He holds a hit downs, and then he, he throws someone through the uh, glass window of the camera. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, because you know they're always filming in like New York City, and uh, yeah, he just so. throws them out the window. <laughs> he throws out the window, and then there's blood on the on the camera. It's like, <laughs> well, it's like dark down. It's like The Punisher, but with Hugh Downs. Like they kill yeah. his family, and then he gets dark. You, you know, dark goes. Yeah, <laughs> he wears a beard. He wears dark clothing, and he gets revenge on the baddies. It's funny. You never see Bolo of a beard. He's always no. clean shaven. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I want to be. Oh, interesting. And, and he's always the bad guy. I mean, ninety-five no, percent of the time. Yeah. I don't know if he never has a beard, but I think he has a mustache in that bolo. The movie that's called Bolo that came out in seventy-seven. Mm-hmm. I think he has like the the Fu Manchu style mustache in that. Um, <laughs> oh, it looks but like an actual beard. beard. It looks like the whole thing. It looks like he's got the whole shebang in that one. Um, but I can't tell. 
I haven't watched it. It's it's another one that's on like Tubi or something. It, it's you know it, the hard part with these movies from the seventies and maybe somebody who's got maybe a better background. I I don't know how you guys are with uh with um Hong Kong movies um because I don't know them as well. Um, but it feels like a lot of these have been repackaged with him on them because he became. Oh, more always, famous yeah, he's the big he star of the day. Yeah. Well, yeah, certainly when these things would come out on VHS and DVD, they. You know, they'd recycle it and they'd change the title. And they, yeah, it's, it's tough. at the when, gas station. Yeah. So <laughs> a lot of cheap, you know, budget companies would kind of recycle through these. You have to go with a reputable company like um, Dragon Dynasty. Like if they if you find a Dragon Dynasty DVD, you know, that's a good quality um, presentation. So you just got to if you're looking for the DVDs, you just got to look for like a good company. Yeah. Yeah. And they'll probably package it more. Legitimately yeah. kind of let you know who the real star of the movie is. Or, you know. Oh, yes. Yes. That Those are definitely like if you ever are out and about and you see a Dragon Dynasty disc, you can trust it. Yeah. Well, but well, as actually, far as the other stuff, I don't know. This has Bolo directed it. So maybe I should have watched this one. I don't know if you guys have seen Bolo. <laughs> I've, I've never seen, seen Bolo. This. So he directed Bolo. a movie oh. with his own name at the title of the movie. <laughs> yeah, I, I wonder how many other people have done that. Well, so actually the original title is Bai Ma Hei Chi. Um <laughs> Uh-huh. And so, so that doesn't sound like Bolo. So maybe it was renamed Bolo for the U.S. Um, right. Okay, that would uh, make sense. Yeah, but he directed it and stars in it. So this one, it's on IMDb. Um, looks like it's on Tubi, Pluto, uh, kind of the, the usual suspects. So, um, yeah, I, I'm realizing that maybe we should, I, I should have seen this one to I see. I should have watched this. Yeah, for our <laughs> list. But you know, you, again, you don't know what you're getting into with some of these. Like, you know, and maybe you know, this is probably like a good, maybe honorable mention one or something too. Like, it's worth checking out. It but, just um, seems like I think it's like in the background or something yeah. like that. It's Somebody said it's hilarious. Um, oh. Someone said. Pure Kung Fu Crack. That's the um, the user <laughs> review. Um, by far, and they they spelled they, they said by far the as in like um, you know old version of like informal U um, the T H E E by far the most hilarious cracked out Kung Fu movie I've ever seen. Wow, I what a, yeah. A review. So it's supposed to be. I guess it's like a kind of a a gangster a western movie that's adapted to rural chinese setting um two misfits get out of jail so i guess it's kind of like a, a goofy one but it's supposed to be really good too so i guess um yeah um released in uh, 79 in, in france i don't know when it came out here but um yeah but yeah it's bolo or bolo the brute those are the names that it was given here in the u.s <laughs> um and um actually okay. hungary is the hungary and greece are the only other um countries that call it bolo so Bolo the Brew, you know, it's kind of like uh, Hagger the Horrible, the great uh, cartoon. <laughs> Ivan the Russian. Ivan the Russian. Oh, Ivan the Russian. Yeah, back to Van Damme. Yeah, played by Van Damme. So, you know, <laughs> full circle on that. Or Carl uh, Resden. You know. <laughs> so, uh, Ty. Oh, number three, I have Tiger Claws 1. Oh, okay. nice. Yeah, because he plays the villain in that, and he's like a serial killer. <laughs> I just love thinking of this ridiculousness. It's just like... But it's pure fun. You know, it's very ridiculous. You know, Rough Rock, Murhai, Bolo. And then, but it's pure. And it's only on tape, right? So, I believe so. So, so that's, that counts as this term we've come up with, which is tape only gem or TOG. Yeah, we call it a TOG. <laughs> yeah. So that's, you know, in case I need to <laughs> sledgehammer this home, it's a movie that's only on VHS, not yeah. in any other format. And it's a gem of a movie. So uh, if that tog. qualifies, I believe we have a tog on our hands. You have a tog. And uh, what's great about this one is just it, pure silliness. And there's that guy named Bill Pickles. Remember this guy, Matt? <laughs> Bill yes. Pickles, yes. Yeah. yes. That's his name in real life, right? Yeah, it's like Bill Pickles as 
Bill or something like that. Pickles. <laughs> he's like Pickle. a fitness instructor. He has a high pitched voice. He's a very high pitched voice. It sounds like he's on helium or something. It's like, I'm Bill Pickles. It's just like. <laughs> Well, he, this might be a roid situation. I mean, I don't want to, you know, allegedly, but yeah, allegedly, yeah, because <laughs> no, because he was fitness instructor. Maybe he wasn't into roids at all. But he just has a naturally high voice, but yeah. he's uh-huh. in the movie too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, what's the story of Tiger Claws? Is this one or two, Matt? About the funny thing Roth Rock said. I believe. I I think it, it. I don't know if it was. You're right. I don't know if it's one or two that this happened because the interesting thing about two, right, is that he's barely in two. Right. This maybe could have been two then. So it's at, well, uh, or, or it could have been one of they used the old footage of him. I, I don't know. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's interesting because um, yeah, the story is is hilarious. I don't know yeah. if you wanted to, to tell you it. Just say it. You just tell the story because it's so funny. Yeah. Um. So so, you know, Cynthia Rothrock um on on YouTube, she has her own YouTube channel, and she will pick one of her films. And uh, oh, so you know what it was? She was talking about the Tiger Claw series on this. Yeah, the video. full series. Yeah, so we don't know exactly which one it was, but one of the two movies, I think it is part two because I think I don't, there was one of them that she was pregnant for, and so yeah, that they, was two. That was yeah. two. So I yeah. wonder if that was the one. Um, so supposedly, and her mom was on set for this, which is what makes it even better. Is um, I, I guess there was a, a falling out between Merhai and um, Bolo Young because Bolo wasn't getting paid. He wanted to get paid. Um, and so I guess he was so angry about not getting paid that he left. And so Cynthia Rothrock's mom heard about it, heard that it happened, went up to Cynthia Rothrock and said, oh, yeah, Bozo just walked off the set. <laughs> <laughs> just like, Bozo Young. Yeah. So great. <laughs> From then on, they called him Bozo Young. Yeah, Bozo Young. <laughs> I don't know because I think Cynthia Rothrock was kind of like say, telling her mom like don't call him Bozo, stop it, you know, like like she was like freaked out, you know, and um, yeah, and I guess she was saying how like there was like a transition for all of them when they went from doing Hong Kong movies to you know movies in in, in here in North America because of course the Mare High film Canada. I think was made in in um I think they were made in Canada. I'm not all sure. All made in Canada. I uh, believe yeah. they were. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so there was like kind of a. There was this 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 shift for them in in understanding that things are done differently here than they are in Hong Kong, and I guess you know where Cynthia Rothrock wanted to cross over, she wanted to have a, a an American career, so she kind of rolled with the punches a little bit more. Whereas Bolo was just like no, and and I mean granted too in Bolo's case, what's interesting about Tiger Claws is that it comes out um, between Bloodsport and I think it comes out between Bloodsport and Double Impact, uh, so. He, um, oh no, it comes out. Oh yeah, it looks like they he, oh, yeah. came out the same year as Double Impact. So I guess at the very least, Bolo knows that he's got you know another Hollywood film, big budget film with Van Damme coming out. Because um, I, I know for me, like Double Impact is the one that solidifies him as a DTV, or as kind of like the bridge to DTV kind of guy. That's like oh, I've seen him in two yeah. films. Mm-hmm. Now I want to see him in anything. And I imagine he probably could have commanded better money um, to be on the cover of things now that he's been in two van damme films as the villain Big movies yeah 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 and then a lot of times they would put him on you know box covers posters yeah. you know he, i mean certainly after enter the dragon i think he was you could definitely say a selling point for people to say oh bolo's in this you know so if he wanted more money it was probably justified yeah because you know, we talked about last week uh, when you guys were on my show um or a couple weeks ago when um you know we're, when you're doing video store memories and i think we talk about this like this idea that when you go to the video store it's like what's on the cover is you know grabs your attention and you think about like double impact and and um blood blood sport you know it's like oh man bolo young he was amazing and you know yeah, he was great in those yeah, gotta yeah. See more. 
what, 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 you know, can we do more Bolo? And then, you know, you see him on something like this and it's like, oh, let me grab this and, and, and rent it because I got to see perfect. what this is about. It's just a perfect rental for like, yeah. for your, for the Bolo fanatic. Right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> All right. So that was your tie, your number. Uh, number three. But three. we know number three was Double Impact for double you, impact. right? Double Impact. So yeah. going to ping pong back to your number two, tie. I guess I am, which will be Shoot Fighter 1. Which, of okay. course, is my number two. So we're, oh, oh uh, hey, we have an overlap. There. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we might have an open for number one. Like, I wonder so, what it yes. is. And we um, did kind of talk about the Shoot Fighter series. We did. But this Shoot Fighter before. one, I think it's better than Shoot Fighter two. Oh, yeah. There's more Bolo, you know, Shingo. <laughs> yeah, Shingo and the gang. Actually, Shingo. he was a recurring character. They brought back Shingo. Yeah, and if you remember this movie, it's like they're like shopping, and there's like a basketball. <laughs> Shingo or Bolo's like nice in it. Right. He's not very mean until the end, <laughs> but it's more Bolo unleashed. Um, um, but but one good thing about uh, there's a lot of good things about Shoot Fighter, but you know one especially good thing is you know these tournament fighting movies. A lot of them, you know, just a bunch of kind of like guys slash meatheads like pounding yeah. each other. Not that interesting. This, you know, all the fighters have really unique individualistic characters and personalities. Yeah. Like there's Boa who yep. like has this kind of snake esque style, and then etc. Like they all have their own kind of unique styles and you know who the fighters are and their fighting style and i think that really sets it apart from a lot of these more generic kind of punch fighting underground fighting movies um also there's an un, you know won't say it, but there's an uncut version with some actual gore yeah which which did also raises the profile of the movie. Uh, i think one, that's the version i did see because i, okay, I, I when i read my review it was like yeah it's almost like but it, it's interesting because the gore it's like almost like schlock horror kind of gore um which makes it really interesting when you're seeing like throat rips and things like that yeah it's like that arm break that, was like yeah it's <laughs> awesome it's so cool because it was so cool i mean we didn't expect that when you first watched street Fighter. oh yeah like, but it's Whoa. completely unexpected yeah so yeah. That, that was a real <laughs> treat I think. yeah um, and of course let's yeah. not forget about the classic scene of street fighter oh, oh, right, yeah, for oh which is when uh our martin yeah. cove slices the pineapple oh yeah which is yeah. martin cove slices a pineapple with a sword yeah. Yeah, and it's awesome. It's awesome, <laughs> and it's featured prominently on the back of the box. Yeah, it um, it's like oh, it's, so if someone's in a video store. It's like oh, someone's slicing a pineapple in midair with like a samurai sword in this movie. I will be renting this, and I bought it for fifty cents. So. Yeah. Um, but there was also a very memorable quote from the very beginning oh. of the movie. And, and if you <laughs> had any doubts about the movie, once you start watching it in the first five minutes, you yeah. get a quote that sounds a little something. Like this. You have disgraced the art of shoot fighting. <laughs> That's an actual quote. It sounds yeah. just like that in the movie. Someone in the beginning actually disgraces the art of shoot fighting before we even know what shoot fighting yeah, actually is. Yeah, what the is. heck is shoot fighting? <laughs> someone's already disgraced the art of shoot yeah. fighting. Like, they didn't bother to explain shoot fighting. Now someone's already disgraced it. Um, so it's a great movie. People should definitely check it out. It needs a, it needs a reissue, as we said Anything. earlier. But it's definitely a, a very worthwhile movie. Yeah, I don't think you know. I mean, obviously, I, there there are movies. You know, there are better DTV movies um, than this from that period. But I don't think it gets much better in the sense of like um, when, when you think of you know '90s DTV. Um, this is kind of what you came for, kind of movie. It's, oh, it's, yeah, it's, definitely. Yeah, and the fact that Bolo it gets to be a good guy in it and and is so prominently featured. Um, what's funny is right, you've got William Zabka reunited with uh, with Martin Cove again. Right. Um, which is great. interesting. 
Yeah, yeah and, and it's kind of interesting, too, because now we think of those two as both having bigger careers because Cobra Kai, you know, the, the TV series comes out and it becomes popular. And now these two, I mean, you know, we think back to 1993 when neither of these two were really, you know, I, I can't remember when this, the third Karate Kid came out, but it was, um, I think it was a little bit before this. And there was a sense that, you know, none of these guys could really, you know, like where, what kind of work was there for them and Cobra. Right etched out a pretty good DTV career for him. Oh, yeah, very good. Yeah. After that was following a little bit. I mean, yeah. but at least he had this one. Before yeah. sort of renaissance I mean, with Cobra Kai, which no one could have ever seen coming. So this is just sort of in that uh, in-between yeah. time, if you want to say. But but we all didn't know that at the time. This was just like a, a better-than-average kind of DTV movie. You know? It's really nonstop fights, because I did watch it last year. It's like wow, there's a lot of fights in that. But it's not like, boring. Like, it's no, it's not, not boring. Good. It's like here comes another Michael Bernardo fight. It's like yeah. he's under Bernardo is just yeah. yeah. But Bernardo, like I, I think this one it's it's kind of more like, you know, Bernardo. Like, I don't like the the second one is definitely more like Bernardo is his caricature of like a nineties, you know, like I, I don't know. You know, like cool those kind of long haired, like later nineties yeah. guys that like you know, we, like we're thinking of bolo uh, ties. They might have had like <laughs> that. What was that? That kind of that that Native American theme tie that would, or not tie, but necklace that had like kind of like stacks to it. That was like um, that that would kind of go with like a leather, like a brownish vest, perhaps. Or something. <laughs> um, you know, that was like a look that, that that a lot of guys had back then. That um, yeah, he he just he, he epitomizes all of that in the yeah. second one. Whereas this one, you you just, I mean, he, he has good fights in the second one too, but he doesn't seem to, I don't, it doesn't seem to be as much of a caricature. Um, yeah, in the first first one. one's really just a just delivers the goods, and yeah, that it's the best look we had at the time. You know, the Native American outfit. All the trying stuff. You know, you put that with yeah. some Zuba style pants, and then you got yourself an outfit. <laughs> yeah, you can bring those yeah. back now. Might as well. Who cares? Right. Where yeah, would you I mean, want to wear? The, the Bolo, it, it is interesting, too, because Bolo Young is, right, because you, you, you'd think like the selling point would be the Karate Kid guys, but actually it is Bolo Young who at the time had just come off of a second Van Damme movie. Um, but I think, too, there was a, a, a part like a, of us, like, before you watch the movie, you don't realize that he's going to be a good guy, um, which, you know, spoiler alert, he's a good guy in this. There's yes, no, he is. And he is from the very beginning. It's like the moment you you pop in the tape in the VCR, or I guess now it would be firing it up on YouTube, because I don't think either of these are available on any streaming site. Um, it really should be. Yeah. Unless you count YouTube. But yeah, no, I know what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, I guess that's, yeah, that's a good no. point. YouTube is technically a streaming uh, site. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, but I know what you're saying. And yeah. It's, it's just... Um, say that yeah it's it, it, it epitomizes the 90s in that really good kind of way yeah, you walk into the video stores like uh you know what's in the martial arts section today hmm shoot fighter you know what? well yeah and you might as well take that you know by that time the karate kid movies were kind of old hat whereas the van damme movies were the hot things people were yeah talking about. So at that point in time bolo was hotter than covid zabka you know oh, for definitely think, keeping in mind that context of of that time and that was a perfect example for what we have for uh number one yes i think we uh, do, are we guessing <laughs> that we have the same number one yes <laughs> i wonder what it is let's yeah. see what is it matt what's your number one it, it, it's blood sport yeah 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 it's blood yeah, sport yep. that's it yeah, <laughs> yeah no real surprises there and yeah. um, but now is that another case now obviously i know that van damme was on the front of the box and the poster yeah. but wasn't there some artwork that prominently involved bolo or am i just imagining this 
It might be like in the shadows, right? Bolo in the shadows. I think he's getting kicked in the head. I think we're getting yeah, kicked yeah. in the chest. I think, <laughs> that's, that must what be I think that's what Ow, the That probably is. really hurts from a Van Damme kick. Right. <laughs> yeah, it shows him getting kicked, actually. That's the cover. It shows him getting kicked in the chest yeah, by uh, yeah, awesome. kind of an action kick from a... Uh, from from him so yeah i mean i mean of course one of my favorite scenes in all time in action films is when um bolo young takes a crushed up alka-seltzer tablet and throws it in van damme's face to blind him um that's like <laughs> one of the greatest things. i mean i don't know what that was other than it could have what else it could have been other than an alka-seltzer tablet and um yeah i just love that scene where he's just like you know then suddenly van damme's blind what is he gonna do he's blind i you can't know? see and, i can't see it's like <laughs> right exactly it's like and yeah, it just shows he's very he has a lot of ingenuity you know right. <laughs> Whatever's at his disposal. Right. Yeah, you never know. Yeah, like, uh, I mean, that could have been it, you know, that, that maybe Bolo was like, you know, kind of burning the candle at both ends and he's, you know, making himself some alka seltzer the next morning before he's got a fight. And then he's like, you know, I can do something with this tablet. Why don't I stick this in my, what, what, it's not a gi, right? It's like the pants, like the belt, I guess, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> From somewhere. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, I love Chong Lee. You know, it's probably his greatest work and Forrest Whitaker's best work. Yep. There's also Forrest <laughs> Right. Probably the only time Bolo worked with Forrest Whitaker. Right. I know. It's not too late to do it again, but hopefully one day we'll see Blizzney Boy. But yeah, Bloodsport is one of the pinnacle action movies you have to watch. You haven't seen it. A lot of people maybe haven't seen it lately. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, this definitely it has attained classic status. You could even say yeah. it's canon as far as yeah. Um, yeah. action movies. I mean, everyone knows it. Everyone's seen it. You know, it's obviously went to the theater. It wasn't just yes. a direct and cool, someone raised yeah. the fortunes of Van Damme and Bolo and everyone else involved and they almost laid the groundwork for the DTV movies that came after it because a lot of people kind of copied that format. Well, and there's Bloodsport 2, 3, 4, and there are, I don't there's a 5, is there? No, I think it's just four, because four, yeah. of course, that's um, what Daniel Bernhardt would say, uh, the dark kumite that's in a prison yeah. <laughs> that's being led by a guy who looks like Benjamin Franklin. So my friends yes. and I just <laughs> decided that it was Benjamin Franklin running the dark <laughs> <laughs> so, Well, he invented well, a lot of stuff. So he invented, he invented the kumite. Invented the kumite. It's like, and of course, you got the kumite, kumite, kumite. <laughs> yeah, the song. The song, yeah. Yeah. What is What's the song again, though? It's not just called Kumite, right? It's just, uh... Well, there is that part with, the, with that chant. Oh, yeah, Kumite. Is it like Fight to Survive or something? Yeah, Fight to Survive. Fight to Survive, that's it, yeah. Gotta fight to survive. By, by Stan Bush, <laughs> of course, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah Stan Bush. Right yeah, now. that's great. Yeah. It, it's just perfect. You know, you, you watch it, you just, it's pure enjoyment. Yeah. Well, then there's the, the scene where he's being chased by Fort yeah, Whitaker and the other guy. And um, somebody actually, because my friends and I were like, this looks like a Mentos commercial, the way he's escaping. <laughs> somebody actually did splice it together to make it a Mentos oh, that's commercial, great. which is that's hilarious. Great. Like, like he waves at them when he's getting away on the boat. And it's like Mentos, the fresh maker. Yeah. <laughs> and also, you know, Mentos has a, have a similar effect to Alka-Seltzer when you put right. them in so, so let's think maybe about that. Mento. Maybe it was a white Mento that. that yeah, uh, maybe. Yeah. yeah, is that is that singular for Mentos? Is it Mento? Yeah, it's a, it's a Mento. Mento. Yeah. Or is it a Mento? It's having a Mento. It's one Mento. Yeah, it's a good question. I never thought about that. I'll, I'll have to get back to you guys on that. Okay, we'll get back to it for the next episode. Like, is Mento? Well, Ty, you always do research basically, basically, or you know, based on the last episode, and you I have do. an update. Okay. So maybe yeah. you could. All right, I'm on the case. I'm on the case for this Mento. Like. <laughs> <laughs> uh. This movie, right, so, you guys yeah. are right, too, that this is like a real bridge. I think this is yeah, a real bridge. Like, bridge to DTV kind of movie. I think it, um, 
it was the kind of thing that when you'd go out to either either go to the video store and this wasn't available and you'd get something else or like you'd get this and be like oh what else can i see and i think that's where 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 bolo comes in because he you know he'd be in something like a shoot fighter or um he'd be in a, a tiger claws and that would be kind of like a link i think the, the other person i can think of that that's kind of close to bolo in that sense is is lorenzo lamas where it's like i was watching renegade then nice. i go to the video store and see all these dtv movies that he's in it's like oh i gotta check these out you know um those two were probably the two of the biggest ones that got me into dtv movies i think um in the 90s even before dolph you know i think dolph comes around he dolph kind of reignites that that love of dtv i like in the hearing 2000s. this yeah i like how he you know, went from Renegade to the Dolph. Like he jumped to Dolph after. Uh, there are certain, no, there's definitely certain actors that yeah. bridge that gap. Yeah, and, and Bolo is one of them. You know, hundred oh, no percent Bolo about it. Because you know, anyone who was in movies that were in the theater, and also DTV, or you know, went across that spectrum. It's it's like that easy transition. You know. It's, um, and it, and it, it's like people follow in their wake. So it's it's a big name like a Van Damme or a Dolph. Then oh, who's in their wake? Okay, well we have we have the you know Bolos and the Evan Lurries and the well not that they're necessarily uh, similar, but these other people like the people like the other guys as we we're calling them the Joe Larrys. That okay, now we've watched every Van Damme movie we can get our hands on. Who else is out there? Oh, yeah, who's next? Richard Norton. There's yeah, you know, there's all these other guys. So. Um, part of that transition, I think Bolo is a very important part of that transition. A hundred percent, it is. Yeah, and and it did. It, I think this movie, and, and I think the other thing too about this movie, right? Because mm-hmm. you're right, like the whole tournament fighter movie. Um, I mean, obviously, Enter the Dragon was the number one, right? That was like the big one. Um, but this one sort of reignites that as well. It kind of makes it like a a mainstream, you know, kind of American. That's a good point. Version. Yeah, that tournament fighting is back. You know, yep. it's like, well, maybe to a certain degree, Bolo was typecast because they said, oh, he's the guy from Enter the Dragon. He's the tournament fighting guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't they probably didn't care, but it's probably how he was identified. That's why he's a, and it's like, OK, I've seen this. Oh, right, I've seen Bloodsport. I've seen this Bolo young guy. It's like <laughs> interesting. Yeah. Well, it's kind see, of an easy name to remember, kind of a fun name to say. Oh, it's Bolo. It's Bolo. Yeah, Bolo. Like, yeah, I love saying his name. name. It's like, oh, it's Bolo. It kind of rolls off the tongue. It's easy it's to remember. Perfect. Yeah. Well, especially since the tie was popular at that time as <laughs> yeah, well. Right. People were talking about him anyway. Exactly. Street Fighter 2 has both. Street, uh, Street Fighter 2 also has a Bolo tie featured <laughs> in it. And so it's the, it's the only one I can think of that does the double. But, um, double but, Bolo. Uh, I like that. But I, I remember <laughs> actually only referring to him as the, the bad guy in Bloodsport. And my friend was like, you mean Bolo Young? And I was like, yeah, okay, that's the name. That's great. Okay, because you, know, you also didn't have the internet at that time, or you know, you had it, but it wasn't. It wasn't like today, where it's like you know, you know, Ty mentions the Nash Bridges website, and I go type, and it doesn't work, you know, or um, you mentioned that that movie, um, the uh, uh, Space Jam website. Yeah, what was it? What was um his favorite um Bolo's favorite movie? He, he kicks. Oh, the fist of kicks and the evil. The fist of kicks, yeah. right? It's like you just up oh, there it is right on IMDb. There it is, and everything's there, and you you know, or um. Yesterday I was watching a TV show with my wife, an old Western TV show, and um, it had the professor from Gilligan's Island and Charles Grodin on it. And I couldn't wow. figure out where the, the you know, the professor, he was like a little bit older. And I was like, who is that actor? He looks familiar. Well, I just look up the episode on IMDb and it's like, oh, yeah, he played the professor. Of course, that, that's where I knew him from. Oh, what show is that? Was that uh, Bat oh, Masterson? It was the one that, um, that, that Lee Majors was on, like um, not. Oh, what Branded? Was no. Not branded. It was um, 
Oh, let's. Oh, Big Valley. Big Valley. Oh, okay, I've heard of that. Yeah, Big Valley. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Did you say it had Charles Grodin? Yeah, Charles Grodin as well. Yes, he was. He was a. He was a baddie along with um the professor from Gilligan's <laughs> That's Island. I gotta watch wow. this episode. Yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah. Grodin I mean, almost she... could be an action star, or well, I guess he passed away. But I mean, uh. Yeah, but we've used people in that segment that have passed away. That passed away, but maybe he can use Beethoven as something as like his special <sighs> dog. It's like. <laughs> That's something. Yeah. I just, We'll do that next. I'll write it down for no subjects, and I'll, I'll cook up something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay, so I think we finished we did our the list. list. Do we? Do we have honorable mentions? I don't. <laughs> I have a few. I have a yeah, few. Go ahead. I'll, I'll, well, because well, so one of the the first honorable mention I'll just kind of get out of the way because we already talked about was that Enter the Dragon. I just oh, think, okay. um, okay. you know, Classic. yeah. I think that's that would be another. One. I think it'd probably be a John Saxon honorable mention. Um, you know, yeah. Jim Kelly honorable mention. I think they have really great scenes in that film. Um, just you know. And I, I think I think it's what starts Bolo, um, you know, obviously in, in there. But then, of course, Bloodsport is the one that makes him huge here. Um, so that was one. Um, Tiger Claws 2, honorable mention, um, because uh, we have uh, Bolo working a food truck. Um, yeah. <laughs> see that where he's like he's like kind of a mess. He's like wearing like a, a hooded sweatshirt and he's like yeah. making this like he's just woken up or something. And like people are asking for food. And he's like, OK, well, I'll cook some food. Um, <laughs> And I, he, like he put like mustard on French fries and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I remember that. Now you say that. Like, yeah. So <laughs> and that's so. huge in Canada. You know? yeah. I think they call them frites. Oh, do they put mustard on the French fries? No, I don't know. I, I, I would have believed you on that one. Yeah, yeah, well, I was, yeah, it's something. No, that's not too far from the truth. Right? Oh, okay. Yeah. They have some insert Tim Hortons reference here. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So Tiger Claws Two, I think, just again like that. I mean, all of my pictures when I did the review of Tiger Claws Two were just him working the, uh, <laughs> the that, that food truck. Yeah. Well, once um, again, he was ahead of his time because now food trucks are hot. Yeah, they're, they're everywhere. So, right. so he Bolo once again ahead of the curve. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that was that was, again, honorable mention. I mean, I think it's all he does in the film. I don't think he does anything else other than I think because I think his character is brought back to life, I think. Right. Well, he or something died like that. in the first one. <laughs> right. Yeah. And so it's just like, oh, here we'll bring him back. I mean, it's got some good Evan Laurie in it as well. So it's got other things. Um, I think it's another one, too. I think you have to rent it on Prime. I don't think it's available on any of the streaming sites for whatever reason. Well, I need to get another copy of it. I, I used to have a DVD. And I think it was kind of scratched up. So I'll get rid of it. So I need to get another copy of Tiger Claws 2, tape or DVD. Yeah. Tiger yeah. Claws 3, not worth watching. No, that's the one. Yeah, I think that was the one that um has, has Mare High. Like, you know, I think I think I was making some joke because Mare High is like studying some like with, with like one professor about some, you know, like uh, yeah, it was for, ancient uh, art. And I was saying how like, well, that, that ancient art program must have like a real big gen ed requirement that it's like 500 students. So that way the, the, the university lets them pay for a class that only has one student in it or something like that. Like, <laughs> also, Tiger Class 3 has a very stupid ending. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, like, we won't spoil it, but it's not a good it's like yeah, that's the one where he's a... painting too, right? Like, like, like all. I think all memory. Um, uh, Bolo Young Doug's like he paints and then he turns around and laughs at Mare High at training and then he goes back to painting. <laughs> I mean, that might have been the best part, and it was yeah. limited <laughs> rock rock. Yeah, and then I could see my my Tiger Claws two review. I've kind of summing through, it. and I see like I have all caps, which I, I'm not a big fan of all caps, but I was using all caps because I was like, how are we supposed to forget that he was a vicious serial killer in part one? <laughs> It's like, like, like so Merheim's calling him a man of honor. It's like, yeah, he killed your uh, best friend in the last film, but you're calling him a man of honor now. It's like, you know, it's like he might have killed Bill Pickles. I have to rewatch Tiger Claws. You know, it's yeah. like 
Well, it was like anytime anybody – I think I, I, if I remember Tiger Claws correctly, I think it was like anytime someone was in contact with Bolo Young, they died. And like, I think Mr. Pickles was. So. Yeah. Anybody who did a scene with him, except for Merhai or you know whoever defeated him, um, but it was like any time, yeah, it was like you knew that person was going to die because it was Bolo Young wasn't going to wasn't going to back off. Well, Bill Pickles is still alive in all of our hearts. That's the yeah, important. Right. <laughs> That's probably a good way to end this thing. But uh, right. well, did you have another honorable so mention? My last one is Breathing Fire because um, okay. oh, oh yeah, I, I, I was going to mention one. that. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's in drag when he, when they rob the bank um, at the beginning of the film. So just. <laughs> Another great, you know, just and I think that was on my list of my top five um, Jerry Trimbles. Um, I yeah, think that yeah, one stuck onto my list. Yeah. Jerry you know, so is that the one he's in like a grocery store? He's like in the middle of the aisle of the grocery store. He's just like flexing. Yes. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Most and people don't it, do it's that. Another it's another classic Chinese. It, yeah. It's got Bolo. It's got Trimble. It's it's 90s to the core. Silly. There's a lot of great moments. Yeah. Jerry yeah. loves that. Pure silly. Yeah, it's, it is. It's just, it's, I mean, it's, a, you know, it's just absolutely, I mean, there's a lot of Bolo, like, I mean, you know, Fearless Tiger, I think it's the first one he does, right, with Merhai. All he's doing in that film is he's just on top of, like, some, like, he's, like, on, like, some temple way up, like, in a mountain area somewhere that you can drive to. Yeah, I know, he's barely in that. It's right, like, he's just doing Tai Chi with a woman, and then Merhai just shows up and starts doing it with them. Like, they don't and talk. And that was it. it. Yeah, that yeah. was, like, all, it's, like, what's going it, on here? It wasn't there a similar thing with Richard Norton, like, what movie was that where he's like looking for him and he's up on some sort of mountain cliff, like in a castle and he doesn't really say or do much of anything, but he's just kind of there. Are you about Richard Norton and Bolo? Yeah. Right. Or am I thinking of something else? It, sure. It's not fearless tiger. It could be. It could be. Yeah. Cause he didn't yeah. do crud and fearless. Tiger. <laughs> right. Right. It's it's just freaking crud. Yeah. I, that must be what I'm thinking. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah, and I think I believe the um. Oh, the, oh you mean Ironheart? You mean Milverstead, bro? Oh yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Ironheart. No, let's give some uh, love yeah. to Ironheart here. Just for a second. Yeah, that was a yeah. fun one. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen that one yet. Oh, we gotta watch oh, some wacky moments. Yeah. Yeah, there's like these are shady some... shenanigans going on at this dance club, and yeah, it's very goofy. It's, I, that's what's directed by Robert Klaus, right? Who directed it? Yeah, Dragon. But at that time, he was like really old and, and not doing hot, probably not doing so hot. And so you can kind of tell when you watch the movie, which is great. You know, it's, yeah. it adds this kind of wacky dimension to it. I definitely recommend that. Uh, yeah, almost. Oh, thankfully, we didn't. Uh, you know, forget that one. <laughs> Can't speak. Yeah, the last minute entry saying. there. I yeah. Well, there was was that Bolo kind of double feature that came out recently. Yeah, Blood Fight and Iron. And Iron. Iron which I have. Yeah, yeah. Um, Blood Fight, which is not in any way like Blood Sport. Mm, uh, not at all. And I think it's even in the same font. In yeah, <laughs> I got um, that the steel fonts. I like that. But I mean, so you know, that's it's good that there's companies still out there that are Putting celebrating Bolo, yeah. like. You know, because they, they put him front and center on both of those. That's true. That's are. a good point. Yeah, and I think Blood Fight, right? I think it's another one that's like, um, it, it's it's. I think it was, it was made in 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 Asia, but I think it's. I think it might be available on streaming. But um, yeah, it's like another one where you're like, uh, like you said, yeah, they they're kind of like it. It has nothing really to do with any kind of blood sport kind of thing. And I think also there's not a lot of Bolo Young in that one. I think he's just like very minimal. Yeah, you saw it. Yeah, it's very minimal. Okay. But it's yeah. nice to see him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's always nice to see him. But yeah, I, I, nice I, 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 I do check out Ironheart. Yeah, because <laughs> well, he's not an Iron. 
I, I, I haven't seen that one yet, but I thought he wasn't in that one as much either. No, yeah, I don't a think he is. A little bit more. But it's like, hey, look, it's, oh, hey, Bolo's there. Oh, hey, he's back. <laughs> hey, Bolo. Yeah, no, it's another one of these kind of, I don't know if you call it a cameo, but right. a small one. Very extended cameo or barely extended. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was good. Yeah. So all the Bolo lists are done. All the honorable mentions. Anything else you want to say about Mr. Bolo? I think we said it. I think that that idea said of it all. the bridge guy, that's probably the first <laughs> yeah, that was stands up the most for me is that, you know, yeah. he's that iconic late 80s, early 90s action mainstay that uh, I think, you know, again, Bloodsport was just a classic that, you know, you just everybody likes. And I think yeah, I love it. It, he played a big part in getting me to that. And I probably like, I think you guys were saying as well. Yeah, to get to that DTV level where you learn that there's this other level of action movies below what was on the big screen. Yeah, no, I think that's well said. And if yeah, it wasn't for him, there would be no DTVC, and you know, um, <laughs> right. and you'd be spreading the word about all these movies. So uh, he's a pretty yeah. integral figure. So uh, I think it's about yeah, time we kind of celebrated him. With that's who we are. Yeah. And uh, also, I did uh, want to mention. Oh yeah. That, you know, Halloween. It's, right now it's Halloween, 2021. Just to have a date on this. That was yeah. our what first episode, right, Brett? Yes, we recorded our first ever podcast on yeah. Halloween of 2019. Yeah. So here we are again, two yeah. years later on Halloween recording. I have exciting stuff. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, because I think you guys started your podcast right after I came back from, or right around the time that I came back from hiatus. And I think you guys came on my show to talk about Reb Brown. Um, <laughs> and you had just this, started yeah. your podcast at that time. And then, um, yeah, we're just starting, you know, getting the uh, feel of it. Yeah, yeah. That was so fun. <laughs> that's kind of crazy that that was two years ago already. I know. I, I know. Yeah. It, it is. Time goes by so quick. Yeah. It does. And 52 episodes later. Well, that's amazing. So we'll be at a 60 and then maybe 100. You know, it's like. <laughs> <laughs> no. My great. Yeah, let's hope we don't run out of ideas by then. No, we, we won't. Um, maybe we'll be like Leo Fong part two, Bolo part two. Wow, Leo Fong Part Two. Leo Fong Part Two. We haven't done Part One yet. <laughs> we're at the Part Two. It's kind of like uh, Surf Two or the Executioner Part Two. Yes. Those kind of things. Right. American Kickboxer Two. American Kickboxer oh, Two. Yeah. The best. Yeah. Or American Kickboxer One. Right. Those are one. Yeah. The movie is called American Kickboxer One. One. It's like there was no two yet. It's like <laughs> they were very confident. Yeah. I, I love the confidence. That's a good point. I guess uh, yeah, there, yeah, this could be a sequel. Yeah, I guess it would be a sequel. You know, no American <laughs> Kickboxer three. Um, well, technically, two to death is you know, if you want to be technical. Oh, oh, right, two. That's right. It's it's te- that's right. John it was, Barrett. John yeah. Barrett. And yeah. um, that 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 whatever that actor was who played the the kickboxer reporter. Yeah, was, he looks like Owen Wilson. Wow. Exactly, yeah. Oh yeah. Is that is that Ted LaPlatt? Yeah, Ted LaPlatt looks out like Owen Wilson. So. Right. Owen C. Wilson. He's, he's Owen Wilson in the eighties and nineties. Yeah, he was. And then we got Owen Wilson. It's like, oh, finally. Exactly. And his catchphrase was "Whoa." Yeah, "Whoa." Like, like he's wow. a little different. You know, yeah. it wasn't "Wow," it was "Whoa." He did Ted sound LaPlatt. like Owen Wilson though, didn't he? Like I thought he his sounded, voice was... and looked just like him. Maybe it was him. He just changed his name to Owen Wilson. <laughs> right. That's. Like... <laughs> Yeah, he was like this this grimy like kickboxer reporter, which like, the idea of that was even great too. That like you know kickboxing is such a thing that like you'd have this guy digging dirt on kickboxers, you know. Well, yeah, there were those magazines like Ty. Don't you have that? Like it's like Black Belt magazine. Yeah, like, I like the Black Belt. Yeah, with Gerald. Yeah. So, so I mean, there was sort of a 
and again, in the pre-internet or just at the very early internet age, there were magazines that did kind of cater to this. That's that's really cool to see. And they're still around. Maybe you find them at the local G Goodwill. It's a G Will. usually <laughs> call it G Will or I can't get S Avers. <laughs> but it's just like Avers. <laughs> Value Village. Some places have Value Village. We don't have that. But we don't have that. Other places might. I also yeah, want don't. to go to uh, Half Price Books, but we don't have one of those either. So. Yeah, we don't have one either. Oh, you don't have either? Okay. I think in in Northern England, I thought there might have been one in an old Circuit City. Um, Oh, okay. We used to have Circuit City and Tweeter. We used to have a Tweeter. Oh, Tweeter. Oh, yes. Yeah, we have Tweeter. I think the Tweeter is Batteries. What is this? Yeah. Batteries Plus. That's the (laughs) Oh, you have a Batteries Plus still? Yeah, we lost our Batteries Plus. Uh, I don't know. I, I haven't checked in that. So, so I'm I, so I, that was at my hometown in, in Portsmouth, New Hampshire. Um, they had uh, they they replaced the tweeters with a battery plus, but they may have replaced <laughs> it with something else subsequently. So it could be a CBD <laughs> How shop does a batteries now. plus stay open? Because like if you want batteries, there's a lot of places you can go. Like why would you go to like a dedicated battery store? Like what? well, I, I actually get that because sometimes they have bigger batteries you need. So, but, but, they, but they have enough that they can like keep their business afloat. Barely, <laughs> or not really, because ours is gone. <laughs> well, but Ty, didn't you like? Didn't they have like DVR, and you were going to check their DVR? Yes, like, I was. They had DVR. I was going to check their DVR, see what they're taping. Uh, <laughs> I said I'll do it next time, and then I just never. And then it was closed. I was like, oh, I'll never know. But they were so watching. They just the, watch TV. Or did they have cable? Yeah, they know? have cable at the Batteries Plus. I think they're at least watching the Chew or whatever. So it's like. <laughs> Well, it was the middle of the day, I guess. It was the middle of the day. I was there around like 10 a.m. So like the chew was on. So it's like, but it's like, but it was funny to let you go because you're talking about the chew. Well, now. How about some plugs? Okay, hit me with the plugs, Matt. All right, all right we'll we'll plug it up here. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> plug it up. On the old plug box. The old yeah. plug. So, well, before, so I mean, oh well, before you do your plugs, thanks for being yes. on the show. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for appearing again. Once yeah, again. thanks for appearing once again. <laughs> yes. No, this was this was a lot of fun as always. Right. I think I mean a bolo episode is is it, it's it it just is just lends itself to tons of fun i think yeah Anyways. i'm happy and we had a good time we all had a good time so yeah, yeah. So, yeah i think it was a pretty well-rounded episode i mean yeah we packed a lot in packed yeah. some bolo quotes and bolo you know facts and well, info and some rankings i mean yeah. and, and I, I do like the recap of the episode yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you don't have to listen to it here's the recap it's like yeah like last time you, on go to, you know we, we could give timestamps. like if you go to yeah. 16 minutes and 32 seconds that's when we started our <laughs> countdown <laughs> Yeah. Have you ever oh, yeah. seen that on YouTube? They'll do yeah. that. Like sometimes, what will happen? My, my my wife would watch some of these YouTubers that would make videos, and people would go in the comment sections and timestamp things. Yeah, and say, no, like, I've seen that. yeah, yeah like that. the person's preamble is done at this point, and the actual yes. episode starts here. And then in the next video, that person would complain, like, "Oh, so you don't like me you talking about myself and what I did for my day to start? <laughs> oh, sorry, you know." <laughs> or sometimes a YouTube comment will be just a timestamp. Like, why would they just put a timestamp? And then, like, it would just pass you by without even you notice anything, noticing anything odd about it. It's like, why'd they use that as the timestamp? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think people know this. But, uh, wait, so we're hitting with your, your links, right? Yeah, so, well, the big one is dtvconnoisseur.blogspot.com. That's where kind of everything is. So if you go there, you can you can check out everything. I've got the, the Threadless um, account there where you can, if you want to buy some DTV see merch for with christmas coming i don't know um you know if you nice. get yourself a, a dtvc uh, uh 
face mask or something like that, but that's all there. <laughs> um, the, the links are also to the social, so um, DTV Connoisseur. Um, I think it's a DTV Connoisseur on U- on Twitter, um, direct-to-video Connoisseur on Facebook, and then DTV Connoisseur on Instagram, which I haven't been on there as much as I should be. I haven't been posting um, like the the, the you know, I'll when keep I do an eye out for it, yeah. yeah I, I've been using it more to like other people's stuff, and it's like I'm always yeah. like, and, and you, you and I, Ty, are always chatting on there, and um, yeah, so I need to start posting again. Um, but yeah, hopefully, he'll post so, something. Yeah, um, and then the new novel is A Girl and a Gun. Um, the link again is on the website dtvconnoisseur.blogspot.com. Uh, you can get it. Um, paperback is thirteen dollars. Uh, Kindle is is five, and with Kindle too, if you just have that Kindle app on your phone, you don't even need to actually have a, a Kindle device to get it. But um, mm-hmm. but yeah, that's available now. Um, and and Kindle, you can download it or or get the paperback copy. Great. Well, thank and you I for guess that. what as far as us, Ty, we'll uh, see, um, Ty Comeuppance on the Twitter, uh, Ty Action Rocks on Instagram, the site itself, ComeuppanceReviews.net, and we have these, this podcast. You know, get on any uh, podcast where you get your podcast. <laughs> yep, and also there's if you want to email us, it's crpodcast@yahoo.com. Yep, and those are the links. I guess thanks again, Matt, for being yeah, on the show. Thanks for thanks for showing up and talking some bolo. Yeah, talking yeah. bolo and. And uh, I guess, uh, hmm, I guess that's about it. <laughs> thanks for the comeuppance warriors. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I would forget about those. Yeah. So <laughs> thanks for being a listener, and uh, I guess we'll be bye. back soon. Oh, okay, great. <laughs> bye. <laughs>